0: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble
1: responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls
2: Ah, you just missed it if you weren't watching TV. Good dramatic shot of the impeachment m- managers walking to the Senate. They just they just did multiple minutes and they broke away on network TV to have Adam Schiff and Gerald Wadlin Nadler and a bunch of other people walk from wherever they were before over to the Senate. And like like uh, Scorsese directed it, long shots from far away, they walk and they have very solemn expression on their faces, <laughs> so they're trying to make this seem extra dramatic. This is uh, old, old people walking, is what this is.
3: Right, carrying a folder like they're on their way to the staff meeting. Well,
2: we're going to want the third quarter numbers, I'm sure. Hey, Michael, can you, you, uh, can you make it so I can play some audio real quick? It is helpful since, since Nancy's trying to get the narrative going, that this is a major historic moment.
3: Now, here, I've got to play this music okay. in the background. There's Nancy Pelosi, Adam Schiff with his pencil neck. <laughs> There's Gerald Waddler with a serious look in his one squinty eye.
2: Now, I'll grant you, you can justify any of the actual talking as airing that on the networks. It's, you know, our president's being impeached. Yeah, We know how yeah. it's going to end, but you can justify doing it. But the the many minutes of people walking from one building to another yeah. with these long, dramatic shots, you're just... A part of their PR, man. You're playing along with their whole this is a major historic event. You're just going along with their narrative when right. you do that. Yeah. People walking from one building to another. It was silly, Come on now.
3: It was silly but I get why they aired it. It looked kind of, I don't know, it looked like something. Although if you know the You're characters involved,
2: me. you can't help but giggle. You're going to tell me that if it was uh, the impeachment of Elizabeth Warren, the networks would break in to hmm. watch um, uh, Kevin McCarthy and whoever walk several blocks and then they would air that. No, not a chance. To make it health. seem dramatic and historic. No, of course not. Right. Yeah.
3: Is that? Mm. Uh... That's not shift now, because they just hand off the stuff, and
2: then we got to wait a week for anything oh, real to happen, right? But they're still going to give speeches and everything like that. And oh, so there's apparently so there's a speech for dropping off the paperwork. Of course, there is uh, behind apparently apparently behind the scenes. There's quite an argument going on between the, the the White House and McConnell's crew. McConnell's crew wants to make this as boring and short as possible, which seems like a pretty good plan. The less drama, the better. Let's just get it over with. The White House Boring says... Boring and short, but enough about my sex life. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Why Why that weird, self-deprecating sex shot? Cry, cry for help? Cry I, for help. Probably. Got to be a cry for help. <laughs> help. Now, is that the opportunity for sex or your performance when sex occurs? Which are you coming Well, I was to?
3: implying the latter.
2: Oh, okay. Let's not do it right now. <laughs> well, I've heard those words. So McConnell wants it short and dull. The White House says, no, 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 no. I want Jim Jordan. I want that new guy from Texas that's so hot. I want all the people that do the good yelling. I want them there, and I want them to make a show out of it on my side. Huh. That's what Trump wants. Interesting. And uh, so that that hasn't been decided yet behind the scenes. I was reading about that in the dispatch. It's really pretty interesting. Do we go bland, short as possible, make no headlines, or do we go kind of like the House hearing was It's a screaming match, and our screaming is as good as their screaming, and it's a wash. I've seen sports ball
3: games where a team's way up, and they start a showboating, and things start going in the wrong direction, and they try to get their focus back, and then they try too hard, and the lead gets smaller and smaller. I would beware the idea of showboating if I were the White House. I think short and dull is probably the way to do it. Take the win, go.
2: Well, I'd also beware letting Schiff and Nadler do the same histrionics that they did before and not matching that Well, that's gesture why, for uh, gesture. Yeah,
3: that's why maybe you uh, go with plan A and plan B is ready to go. Uh, Mark Meadows or or Jim Jordan are in the back they're in the cloakroom
4: la 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 la
2: la 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 getting warmed up. Jim Jordan getting ready to go his jacket off and he's pacing around Right. somebody's poking him with a stick to get him angry and angrier. He's your sixth man. Have him ready. I don't know. Yeah. I don't plan to pay a whole lot of attention to it, but that's my plan. Yeah, it's a weird thing, um
3: to have such a big deal going and it just seems so phony and silly. Uh, although you know there's some people who clearly think it's it's an absolute horrible uh, you know dereliction of oh, duty sure. blah blah blah, and, but the problem is, um, my friends, that virtually nobody's become convinced to agree with you in a very long time.
2: No, the, the the needle hasn't moved in a long time. That's yeah. true. Got this text, Trucker Brad here. Trucker Brad's been texting for years. Hey, TB. Uh, Adam Schiff walks like Carl from Slingblade. That's pretty good. <laughs> Need more of that. Just criticizing people's walks. I
3: don't, I don't know that
2: that's true.
3: <laughs> I can't uh. believe they're giving another speech.
2: In other news, they canceled the annual snowball fight at a university because it snowed too much. Okay. <laughs> I don't know
3: what you'd do with that information. Maybe it was fresh and powdery. But what was their grip strength, Jack? Your... Grip strength provides an insight into whether you are at risk of developing dementia.
2: I can hardly keep a cup of coffee from just crashing to the floor. Mm, High risk. For most people, a decent exercise
3: regimen may involve going for a run, heart health, lifting weights. Evidence suggests there's something more important. We may be neglecting our grip strength. It's been associated with weaker overall strength, more injuries, and longer recovery time, especially as you age.
2: I mentioned Wall Drug South Dakota yesterday. You wouldn't think that would come up twice, uh, two shows in a row. No, but it they wouldn't. But they had a thing at Wall Drug, which is one of the great all-time tourist destinations in America on a, as a roadside attraction. Anyway, uh, they had a grip strength there, thing there. And every, oh. every year when we'd stop by, my dad would do it and we'd all do it. And we were always amazed at his grip strength. But Generation by generation, it keeps going down. That's not something even anybody would even think of anymore, is grip strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Millennials. Right. Well, or, to... or people that run computers for a living, and for good reason. I'm not criticizing it. To this day, the hardest slap shot in the history of
3: the National Hockey League was from a guy who bailed hay. His workout regimen was his dad told him, get to work. Bobby Hull was a farmer in, uh, I believe, Western Canada. So, we the yeah. people on this farm. Yeah, there's there's no strong like uh, I work with my body strong every
4: day.
2: Right, strong. because it's like you know, yeah, because it's like an eight, ten, twelve hour workout
4: in essence. Maybe right. every day of your youth. And it's yeah. it's what's referred to often nowadays as practical strength, right? You're not just you're not doing moving weights in arbitrary ways to get definition on certain muscle. right? Every muscle you're using has a practical use to it, and they're working together, and they're all just making yourself an overall stronger person. That's interesting.
2: Right. That's interesting. I knew lots of guys that when I worked at UPS uh, stacking boxes, there were a lot of scrawny country kids that could just stack the hell out of heavy boxes Mm -hmm. compared to much, much bigger people, because they've been doing
3: that forever. Yeah. Well, and and listen, it's not like I'm Bobby Hull working on a farm in Saskatchewan, but I had a big muscle guy help me move once, and it was just ridiculous. Dude, it was practically useless. And it just, but anyway, it was funny. I was talking to a physical therapist the other day that the new trend in exercise, the CrossFit and everything, it, the uh, you know, the, a big part of it is if you want to strengthen the muscles that you use. And in my situation, you know, rehabbing my hips, it's like getting out of a chair, squatting to read a putt, and getting up again. He said uh if you want to strengthen those muscles do that. Don't isolate your quads on some $5000 right. piece of equipment. Just get up out of a chair a bunch of times. Woo, now there's some advanced exercise science.
2: But so we don't you know we don't do near as much manual labor anymore and uh for good reason. Uh there there's there's you know it's easier to make a living other ways all that sort of stuff. It's not a criticism. But, if our grip strength goes down enough, it causes us heart problems is well, that what you're
3: it's 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 kind of it's funny. this is your typical modern journalism. it's sloppy would
2: you describe would you describe it as a total eclipse of the heart?
3: uh no they uh, what they're saying is that grip strength is a great indicator of overall health, and if you have weak grip strength, you're a lot more likely to have a lot of different health problems. But then they also mentioned that you ought to work on your grip strength because you use it day-to-day so many times in life, whether you realize it or not. Which so, I get. Some
2: those. of them are things you squeeze. You get it like the, the big five sporting goods. Yeah, some, those, good. some of those.
3: Or, 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 again, just get like a,
2: a tennis ball. Just get something practical. Or, okay. you know? I'll start doing that more often.
3: Or just, you know, if you take mass transit to work, just, uh, you know, you find somebody attractive. You reach over and you <laughs> work on your
2: grips. Remember my story about that big old farmer I saw who could tear a quarter into? What? Yeah. Were you you not here when I told this story? So I saw this. Do I have time for this story? So, yes. So, my brother and I, the one who was going to tase our other brother, my brother and I were were at a a hotel in Austin, Texas. We met there to go out drinking and look at bands and stuff like that. This is years ago. That sounds like the best night ever. It was very fun. It was very fun. So we come down out of the elevator, Sean, and who's standing there but Robert Duvall? And Robert Duvall in a cowboy hat. And my brother and I both are huge Lonesome Dove fans, so yeah. he was like instant rela- instantly recognizable because he even had the stubble and the cowboy hat. So he was looking like <laughs> Augustus McRae. <laughs> so Robert Duvall's standing there, and I thought, hey, hey look, that's Robert Duvall. And we kind of get over closer because people were kind of gathered around. Yeah. And he was standing next to this big old cowboy. I mean, this great big guy. Older guy, he looked to be like in his mid-50s. Giant mountain of a man though, yeah. and he was tearing quarters in half for everybody's amazement there in the lobby. And I thought, well, that's a trick of some sort, it's sleight like of hand or something. You can't tear a quarter or half. Or that's whatever what my like. mind is right now. Right, and I just thought that was as amazing or whatever. Then so years later, this was just a couple of years ago. We interviewed Robert Duvall on this radio oh, show, that's right? And I said, hey, I got to ask you. I ran into you in a hotel in Austin years ago. You were standing with a guy who was tearing quarters in half, and Robert Duvall laughs. He said, yeah, that was old. I don't know the guy's name. That's old Jim McCready. Oh man. He was something. Yeah, he could tear a quarter in half. That old boy was strong. I don't know. I still don't know if it's true, but... Wow. Uh, no, <laughs> Robert Duvall strength. told me... His... He was one of those guys... If you've ever seen guys like this, his thumbs were like the size of my hand. I mean, yeah. his hands were so flipping enormous. Right. And he would get a quarter and he would just work it back and forth like this and then he would tear it in
3: half.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'll be <dead>. I... <laughs>
3: I, I, I'm pretty sure I can't dent a dime. I, I
2: think he might have just been a giant Texas rancher who yeah. could tear quarters in half. Yeah. Wow. Oh, was what my dad sit in the Army? He knew a guy who could bend pennies. And everybody tried to do that, but nobody else could do that. There was a big guy who could bend a penny with his fingers. Wow. Penny bender. <laughs> that's what they called him. Yeah, old yeah, penny good. bender. Hey, PB, come over here. Now, that's grip strength. That doesn't exist with me or anybody younger than me. No doubt about it. I'm out of pennies.
3: Do you have one? <laughs> yeah, that's, it reminds me of standing next to Shaquille O'Neal once in my life thinking he is a Great Dane and I am a Chihuahua. We are different breeds. I mean, we're allegedly both Homo sapiens, but uh, we're we're a different breed.
2: I wonder if Shaq could tear a quarter and a half. I certainly haven't seen him do it. And his heyday? I wonder. You know, grip strength is different than other strength. That's yep. what we've been talking about. Hanson, get Shaquille O'Neal on the line. i got a question for him. We'll keep our eye on this impeachment. If anything's happening, we'll tell you about it. Nothing's going to happen. Don't expect anything to happen. You know, but can we dip into that just for fun? How about when we come back?
3: I want to hear how terrible it is. Okay. <laughs> I'll bet you a dime, and then I will tear it in half if I win, that it's terrible. I bet you're right.
2: Out. The trial of the 45th
3: president has begun. Impeachment. I guarantee this will be terrible. Let it roll. It's selected at random. I swear to God.
2: Okay. Ever ordered the complete defiance of an impeachment inquiry, or sought to obstruct and impede so comprehensively? The ability of the House of Representatives to investigate high crimes and misdemeanors. All right, it's terrible because it's this that of office served to cover... And it's the same thing you've heard before, no and it reminded me, yeah, one of the articles is not impeachment or uh, not obstruction of justice, which I've had in my head. Right. It's obstruction of Congress. Right. So it doesn't even make it up to the level of obstruction of justice. It's obstruction of Congress, which is not even really that much of a thing.
3: Well, it's especially not because what Trump and company did said... It was saying, no, you don't get any of the stuff you're asking for unless we're compelled by a judge. You've got to go to the judicial branch. So declaring this is, all right, the legislators think this, the executive thinks that, we're going to let the judges decide. Appealing to the third co-equal branch of government for justice is not obstruction. It's obstructive. I mean, it didn't help but so to me, the only reason that's not a terrible clip is it's a, it's an interesting question and just goes to show you the two ways to spin one way or one reality. Administration said, no, we're not giving you that. You got to get the courts to tell us to. And so is that obstruction or is that just, you know, coequal branches of government?
2: So, you know, our buddy, Tom Sullivan, uh, talk show host, I don't know if everybody knows him. He's on Fox business and has a show across the nation. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, I was listening to him a little yesterday as some of this happened live and, um, he thinks there will be witnesses. People he was talking to. I wouldn't be that shocked. That it's going to happen, which will definitely make it more interesting. If there are some new people possibly saying new things, well, right. then it could get interesting.
3: Another great example of spin and how the networks are in on it. They are saying Mitch McConnell. This is a, a show trial. It's a joke. He won't allow witnesses. We demand. I won't even. Nancy says I won't even give him the articles until he says he'll call witnesses. Well, what McConnell's saying is, no, we'll do it like the Clinton, the Clinton thing. We'll listen to the, the presentation, we'll listen to the rebuttal, and then we'll all talk about what else we want to hear. And if at that point we want witnesses, we'll call witnesses. So nobody's denied witnesses. would not surprise me a bit if there were a handful of witnesses called on both sides of the thing. But just And that's why it's so frustrating to take this in. There's, there are so few honest brokers, practically none.
2: We haven't played the fun um, uh, Bernie Elizabeth clip for a while, and we wanted to get that on every hour of the day because it's just, uh, t- this is the hot, make, hot mic conversation after the debate.
3: I think you called me a liar
2: on national TV. What? I think you called me a liar on national
3: Yo. TV. Let's not do it right now. You want to have that discussion, we'll have that Thank discussion. You, you called me You told me. All right, let's not do it I'm now. Not, I don't want to get me I just want to say hi, Bernie. Yeah, good. Okay. Good to see you,
4: too, Tom. <laughs> good timing, Tom. How you been? Nailed it.
3: How are things there in, uh, where are you from? California. California.
2: Colorado. Colorado. How are things? like you walk in on a couple or something like that, and you realize they're having a fight, and I'll just <laughs> turn back out it was of the just, room
3: and... just wanted to say hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, just, <laughs> yeah, another time.
2: another you, time. You called me a liar. It's just, uh, huh. uh, You told wrong. me I was, I could. Wait, the point is, I'm no liar. Well, we could talk about it another time, but I brought it up next to this microphone so that it could make the rounds that you called me a liar. Right. Barren. Did you follow old Putin's maneuverings yesterday? Yes. Yeah, he d- He did the same thing they did in China. He
3: believes in a living constitution, too, where you can amend the constitution pretty easily to reflect these modern times. And these modern times are his uh, last term in office, according to the Russian constitution, is about to uh, run out in, what is it, 2022
2: or... He ain't going he nowhere long to the long and short of
3: it. Yeah, yeah, he's just going to restructure the government so he becomes the new uh, uh, director of the directorate <laughs> instead of the president.
2: So he is in the great 1,000-year tradition of Russia mm-hmm. with a brief period, late 80s, early 90s, where they actually had real elections. Really Other a than blink that, of an eye. they've got yeah. a 1,000-year history of czars, kings. And dictators. Yeah. And he's one of those. My question is, when it's so
3: obvious what he's doing, why bother going through the whole, okay, sure. yeah, yeah, we'll amend the Constitution so you're legally the czar.
2: Not sure. Did the same thing in China with Xi being president for yeah. life. Somebody wants that, I guess. It satisfies somebody.
3: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: So the House today officially handed over the articles of impeachment. Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi signed the paperwork this afternoon. And uh, this I thought was interesting. She did it. She signed her name one letter at a time using a different pen each time. (laughs) She used 22 pens to sign her name. On uh, two dot what is going on? Did she get an endorsement deal with
4: Bit? Because it's hard to argue you're not enjoying the impeachment when you turn into a calligraphy clouds all the time.
2: Yeah, I don't know who started this tradition, but it's been going on for years. If you know, you'd never notice it. Whenever they sign, well practically any legislation, they do it with a whole bunch of pens so that everybody with involved, you know, you're the senator that had your name on the bill or whatever, everybody, everybody can get a pen. And put it in a put it on a, in a plaque in their office, or give it to a top donor, or whatever the hell they're going to do with it.
3: Or allegedly put it on uh, eBay yesterday. That one of those pens got up to nineteen thousand dollars in the bidding, then mysteriously disappeared. Now is that because it was fake, or because somebody said to Senator Jones, "Hey, dude, wait a couple of days." Yeah, no kidding. That uh, was probably a, a Congress idiot. So I wonder if Rashida Talib decided to make a little cash on eBay. Do not know. So here's a charming tale for you, beautiful Visalia, California.
2: Hey, Did, I, 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 yes, Hanson. Do you know we got a computer in here that's grinding? i just worried that some Are they not bad not going to do that. It sounds like it's about to burst into flames. It does. There's a computer behind me, and I don't know what it, what it runs. Something with the radio station that's going... Yeah. The whole time. It's probably if my not car good.
3: was making that noise, I'd pull over and call AAA. I wouldn't head out on a I'd, long trip. I'd turn up the radio. It's probably fine.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> anyway, we'll deal with it after the show. But Charming Tale from Visalia, California. Here's a couple, uh, Corey and Savannah... In their 20s, they uh, move into a new place. The very first night in their new home, a burglar broke into their car. Another one does the same thing a couple of nights later. Awesome. All right, they're new to the hood. They've been burgled twice in the first week. That's so maddening when that happens. So they decided to take action. And what they did was they left a bicycle outside their home and waited. And then when someone came to nab it, They would beat the thief with aluminum baseball bats.
2: Now, I came up with this plan when I got my car stereo stolen once, and people told me I was a crackpot. But I I wanted to put a new stereo in my truck and lay in the back seat with a gun. I was so mad at somebody for taking my stuff. A gun? Or
3: something. You say? Police say they did this to at least four people between July and November of last year, posting videos of the beatings on YouTube. Really? But neighbors say there were many more victims than that. I got to tell you, unless they hit somebody and hit somebody and hit somebody till they were a vegetable, I'm squarely on these people's side. I don't love what they did, but I don't hate it.
2: Oh, I guarantee I don't hate it. You know how you avoid that happening? You don't steal something from somebody.
3: These two young people who never reported any of the alleged bike thieves to police, why would they? With all due respect to law enforcement, we know you guys got way more important stuff to do. You got too much to do.
2: You know what happened? And this was news to me as a country boy when I called the police and said somebody stole my car stereo that was very expensive, especially for my salary level. What do you want us to do about it? Buy a new one. Yeah. I was shocked by that. Yeah, trust me.
3: If in the great state of Unicornia there is an angry drug addict threatening your life on the doorstep of your store in San Francisco, and the cops can't do anything about that, they're not going to do anything about bike thieves. Anyway, these two folks uh, were ultimately detained themselves and booked on charges of assault with a deadly weapon and conspiracy. They're currently out on bail. One neighbor had reported the scheme to police. Like a good neighbor. One neighbor says the suspects are nice people, but we had mentioned, hey, maybe it's not the best idea. You're kind of bringing them into the neighborhood, and they might not be here otherwise. I disagree. Unless they were advertising, no, no. free bike on lawn if you're gutsy enough to steal it. No, no those were thieves working your neighborhood. Right, that's
2: not the problem.
3: And but, these people sent the message, careful what you take, you might
2: get your ass beat. Yeah, the problem is, in theory, vigilante justice is not the way we run our country, And extrajudicial justice, justice. We, we decide as a uh, as a collective, right. what's the penalty should be for various crimes? The penalty for stealing a bike is not b- physical harm, right? Um, and this is what we decide on the the other and the side. History
3: of, it, of vigilante justice is a rather checkered one.
2: Yeah, you beat up a guy. He's he's in a hospital bed. His brain never works right again. That was my kid's bike. I was moving. Oh, sorry. Well, or, I got the wrong. Or guy.
3: I knew somebody was going to steal it. I'm your neighbor. I was going to put it in your garage for you.
2: But the other side of this... Now you broke my head. And the reason most of you aren't crying about this is um, the message out there for bike thieves is nobody's going to do anything even if I get caught. So they don't have any concern about stealing a bike. Word gets around that you might get your ass beat by a lead pipe... And you probably won't steal bike. So the ultimate result is perhaps fewer bike thieves. And that's what we're exactly. looking for.
3: I would say to the folks who are horrified by this young couple and thinks they're monsters um, and are, are, are of the sort of... I'm trying not to be uh, unfair or judgmental here.
2: I definitely don't think they're monsters.
3: You're of the sort of person who believes we must always defer to authorities. And we must not take action for ourselves. We shouldn't defend ourselves. We shouldn't uh, own guns, whatever. We should defer to the authorities. The problem with your philosophy, which I think comes from a good place. Some of you are are of good conscience. Some of you are just cowards. Um, But the problem with your philosophy is that that agreement, that compact, has broken. And it was broken by you and the authorities. The authorities now either can't or won't help us with these quality of life crimes. Simple assaults on, you know, the the, the subway, uh, crazy um, uh, junkies coming into our store and stealing stuff or, or pushing down your wife who's working the register, people coming onto my property stealing bikes. Y'all aren't doing anything about that. So the compact has broken down. Don't fault me for enforcing the compact when my enforcement is the only enforcement that exists. Now I will grant you. I found my intellectually honest hat in the back of my closet behind my old bowling ball. I dusted it off. I put it on. I'll grant you leaving out a bait bike and beating lots of different people
2: starts to become kind of something else. It's kind of a hobby. And posting it to YouTube, was that as a deterrent or was that sort of get-quicks? <laughs> See, I still
3: don't mind it. I, I mind it in general because the next guy who thinks this is cool, I'm going to do this, is going to crush somebody's head and kill him or, or, or turn him into a vegetable or whatever. And it'll go too far. That's the problem with vigilante justice. Somebody always takes it way too far. But the, this couple doing what they did in the way they did it, as far as I know, because maybe I'm missing a detail or two, but from what everything I've read, I really don't have a problem with it.
2: We have Jeffrey Epstein news. Oh, and by
3: the way, the cops mentioned, yeah, we're prosecuting this, but the victims, they're not coming forward. Why not? Well, the cops tell you, because they don't really want to come out and say, yeah, I was stealing a bike and I got assaulted. That's because they're scum.
2: Jeffrey Epstein News, former New York City medical examiner, says, something with the capillaries in Epstein's eyes is consistent with being strangled by someone else not hanging himself.
3: I have a feeling hanging yourself ain't good for your capillaries either, but... There's uh, no medical examiner. This
2: former medical examiner told the, na- doctor. told the nation this on Dr. Oz. Oh, Michael. Which we'll have Dr. later Dr. Oz. We have a sound effect for Dr. Dr. Oz. Dr. Oz, please. If it walks like an Oz and it talks like an Oz. There you go. There's Dr. Oz. And also, uh, so yeah, that took a lot of the fun out of it. The fact that it happened on Dr. Oz. Forget it. Uh, and Jeffrey and this how this is a real story from the New York Times. Jeffrey Epstein sexually exploited hundreds of women and girls on his Caribbean island, some as recently as two years ago, a Virgin Island lawsuit says. So they're they're going forward to the lawsuit says it was hundreds of women clear and, up
3: to twenty eighteen. And this was a guy who'd already been convicted. Right, and he then. was caught a sweetheart deal famously by the prosecutors in Florida, controversial, but so he'd already been convicted once, and he continued his lifestyle of child rape.
2: Well, it was a compulsion, clearly.
3: Yeah, clearly.
2: And he thought he was above the law, because he was for yes. a very
3: long time. Because of his connections, he was above the law. He didn't and kill his himself.
2: Money. He didn't kill himself, well.
3: You know, I was going to say, never mind Dr. Oz. There are plenty of people who are not Dr. Oz who think he didn't kill himself. So, right. if you want to go back to the capillaries... <laughs>
2: It's uh yeah Montague's in the capillaries. I don't know if they'll ever, <laughs> ever oh, nailed... Shakespeare for you. I don't know if they'll ever nail it down, but <laughs> videotape disappeared, blah blah blah. no, they won't, they won't
3: because behind a man so connected, wealthy, and powerful that he could rape children for decades are even more wealthy, powerful people who don't want to be tarred by their friendship with him. So I don't think he killed himself. But he sure as hell, uh, or or, or I'm sorry, but you folks, sure as hell might be right. I don't know. I could be wrong. Hmm. It'd be easy to explain.
2: Impeachment is going on. Nothing is happening. You're not missing anything. And even if it were going on, you'd be not missing anything. But they're in rest right now.
1: Uh uh
3: well, yeah, and, and and I'm sure they've earned a rest because it's been rigorous <laughs> and far-reaching thus far. They had to walk so far. Yeah, in oh, yeah, the parade of the numbskulls across the Capitol. I don't know why it amuses me so much. I guess it's that they were all convinced that they had to have the most serious look on their face that they could possibly muster. They all look like they are marching toward their own execution because Nancy convinced because them. Because they're sad about this.
2: <laughs> They're sad that this sad is happening. Thing. They're not happy. Yeah,
3: you remember when the impeachment vote went through and every and the the AOC branch of the party? Yeah, and Nancy gave them good zip it. <laughs> she gave that angry old bat
2: <laughs> look at him. Angry, angry old bat.
3: Oh yeah. So don't mess with me. Oh, she was Nurse Ratchet. Angry man. old was... bat. She was your your That's... most combative, bitter old uh, in-law granny.
2: Oh, scary looking. Not the respect she deserves. Angry old bat.
3: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty show. It happened immediately afterwards, between Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren, you've probably seen the clip of her refusing to shake his hand. Well, now the audio has just been released. Take a look.
1: I think you called me a liar on national TV) I think
2: a liar on
3: national so, TV? Let's not do it right now. You want to have that discussion, we'll have that Anytime. discussion. You called me you told me. Alright, let's not do it I'm now.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
3: for socialists they're not very social. <laughs> Warren accuses Sanders of calling her a liar, then he says she called him a liar. Look, there's a very easy way to settle this. You're politicians, you're both
2: liars. <laughs> And the crowd cheers, Um, and uh, I agree with that view of politicians for the most part, but Bernie is not known for telling whoppers like that. No. Elizabeth is known for telling whoppers like that. Yeah, Bernie is horrifically wrong, but I actually think he's sincere. What did you tell me before the show about the hashtag, Sean? I saw that the hashtag went crazy of hashtag lying Liz, hashtag never worn, and hashtag worn is a snake, and Bernie raised a buttload of money, which I will uh, tell you about in a second. But the hashtag uh, thing, to use
4: the technical term. Yeah, I don't think that's an official metric. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there was this thing about hashtag never Warren was uh, that was trending all over Twitter, but the it's a problem with using internet engagement as a catch-all for or what's popular and what's not because the the three single largest uh, reaching tweets about it all condemned it, and th- there were a ton of people saying this hashtag. Using this hashtag is stupid, and here's why. Oh,
3: so the, I'm sorry, I wasn't sure what it was. So the biggest tweets condemned the hashtag.
4: Yes, the hashtag by of,
3: it, while using it.
4: Yes, uh, oh, okay. lar- largely kind of based on the hey hey Dems, if you shouldn't be never anybody except for never Trump in the sure. Scenario. It's kind of like yeah, so
2: Tulsi okay. Gabbard was the most twi- tweeted about person. Well, it might have been all about how hot she is or how how stupid she is, or I mean, it, it doesn't necessarily mean a good thing, right? And 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 right. oftentimes the media reports it that clearly. That's the most popular candidate. Well, not no,
4: no. Yeah, or hashtag trending. Therefore, the ha- everything that's trending with this is in support of
2: the hashtag,
4: and that's just not. Trend. Bernie did. I was like just
3: him. thinking that there are plenty of guys for whom "hot and stupid" is not an indictment.
2: Well, I understand? <laughs> they actually, they think that's. Funny. Um, uh, Bernie raised a lot of money, biggest day he's ever had, and he has had a lot of big days. He raised one point seven million dollars with more than a hundred thousand small donor. Donations. Wow! On his biggest day haul yet, because of that, they believe that's such a funny impulse that people have. It,
3: it, it has become a new show of applause at the Little Miss Chili Pepper pageant. You know, <laughs> or or that's or a good pageant. Who does the Who did the best uh, Frank Sinatra imitation at the nightclub? That's all right by applause now. All right. Everybody thinks, okay, I'm going to give five, ten, twenty bucks, and that will show that Bernie was right. It's a funny impulse. The candidates sure have gotten really good at exploiting it.
2: So I checked in on a college student who I thought I wanted to know what the, the the view was from the ground. Bernie supporter. She's way too reasonable. A lot of my friends are on Bernie's side, and I hate and and hate Warren. But I think there's probably truth to both sides. Probably a miscommunication that spiraled out of hand.
3: Yeah, that would be possible, except that there's only one reason Liz
2: would bring that up. Right. So I think it was an attack. Sean said "I." they both think they're right. I think Elizabeth knows what she's doing. My guess would be Bernie said something like, I think it's going to be difficult for a woman to win, and here's why. You know, some conversation like that. Right. Her stating Bernie said a woman can't win timing it two days before the debate and two weeks before Iowa, and then saying it on a hot mic on purpose. And leaking it to CNN who had the debate. Is different than you both believe it happened. Right. And besides,
3: anybody who knows is familiar at all with Bernie, and again he's wrong about everything. My God. His presidency would doom the Republic. Having said that, the idea that he'd say, there's no way a woman could be president with her period and her moods and her breasts. (laughs) Her moods. I mean, what? What? If anything, he might have said, I'm worried that America's too sexist to elect a woman. Right. Which is a Democrat talking point. What a load of dung. I don't want
2: the show to be over, but I am ready to listen to the final of from a strong daddy. Women are too emotional to be presidents. Everybody knows that. <laughs> Here's your host, Joe Getty. Hey,
3: let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. Pressing the buttons in the control room. Keeping it, us on the air. There he is, Michelangelo. Final thought.
2: Yeah, Bernie and Elizabeth are in love. I'm telling you, if Bernie gets elected, your next first lady, Elizabeth Warren. I'm <laughs> calling it right now. <laughs> Michael <laughs> senses sexual tension in that interaction. He's got a very good uh, radar for that. The way he doesn't comb his hair or care about his phlegm is so hot to me. <laughs> I love a man that gurgles. <laughs> Hey, ladies and gents,
4: it's Positive Sean. Final thought? Yes, as I continue to go through the remainder of my soup uh, supply from when I was sick earlier in the week, I am reminded, as I often am, that there might not ever be a more perfect cracker than the saltine cracker. I love a saltine cracker.
3: Exactly. Oh, the saltine's a fabulous, fabulous food. Jack, do you have a final thought for
2: us? You put a bunch of saltines in some hot soup. That's just delicious. Not too shabby. Uh, So impeachment officially kicked off today. Oh, my God. Kill me. Kill me. Every day there's a story in the news. and My reaction is the same. (laughs) Kill me. (laughs) Uh, Hey, listen, I will continue my tribute to Neil
3: Peart, a drummer and lyricist for Rush, with my favorite Neil Peart lyrics. Uh, You can choose from phantom fears and kindness that can kill. I will choose a path that's clear. I will choose free will. The rallying cry of many of us who see ourselves as kind of uh, libertarian uh, who, who who cherish freedom, the animating uh, animated contest of freedom more than the cush, uh, you know, care of slavery.
2: Does the Elizabeth Warren Bernie Sanders flap have legs? Is this done tomorrow, or does it uh, stick around for a while? She's desperate, man. She's desperate. Armstrong and Yeti wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. Likely to do anything. He's cornered like a beast. <laughs> Go to com. All the podcasts
3: are there. Check them out. Enjoy it. Stuff you might have missed. Uh, email us, mailbag at com. See you
2: tomorrow. God bless America.
4: You having a good time? Okay, I, I did not say okay. that. I've
3: sat here for over
4: three hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> That's done.
2: If you wish to leave, you may. Let me just
4: say how very, very dismaying and disappointing. Not
2: uh, good. And just change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show we'll be better tomorrow than we were today then we heard the words it's over for me adios mofo okay so we're you're, we're dismissed is that correct Do you want to rephrase uh what you're doing
3: i think you called me a liar on national tv
2: yeah good
0: armstrong and getty infinity presents a new chapter in luxury